Well, welcome to South Sea Folk once again. This is a, a podcast around what's going on in South Sea and, you know, what you can hope to look forward to and all the events that go on with us in this incredibly vibrant um, community we have in extraordinarily difficult times as well. So, Lou, welcome. Welcome for this week's podcast. Hello, Joe. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm looking forward next week. You know, when we had um, Vicky on and she was talking about travel uh, in the in the UK. So that made my mind up that I actually, rather than go abroad and get stuck somewhere for quarantine, um, I'm going to go off to the Dorset coast, a, a place called Durdle Door that I used to go to as a kid. And there's a campsite there. So it's going to be under canvas. Hopefully the weather's looking okay, um, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's yeah. my um, that's what I've been doing, getting the tent Aww. out, getting all the kit out the cellar, and um, getting it ready for that. So, what about you? Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, you know, we had Kate on last week. Who yes, we were talking yep. about the Black Dream exhibition. So I took my little boy down to go and have a look at it all, which was which was nice. Um, oh, good, and good. I've been decorating and doing little bits yeah. at home. So been a bit of a quiet quiet one for me this week but um yeah it's nice to have weeks like that isn't it? it can be it can so, be nice yeah. that's true <laughs> that's true so, so who have we got then who's going to be under the um, south sea folk spotlight uh today introduce steve lou yeah so we've got steve pitt on today who's the deputy council leader of portsmouth um and i love following steve um he's always involved in a lot of really good cultural things hmm. that i get really excited about that happen around portsmouth um, and south sea so uh welcome steve thanks for coming on good morning to you both thanks for having me it's a pleasure it's a pleasure yeah. so um so so uh, I was really excited when I saw this lockdown mustard event um, that's going to be coming up. It's starting this weekend, Steve. Um, so could you tell, tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, we're really excited about it, Lou. Uh, obviously, we, we haven't been able to have Victoria's Festival this summer, and I was just watching them putting up their um, their Hollywood-type sign on Castlefield <laughs> that says, we miss you, which I think is a really lovely sentiment to send out to people. Um, but we were determined the summer wasn't going to pass by without us being able to deliver some live music and comedy and some, and some children's events, if yeah. we possibly could. And obviously, we've got to make it COVID safe, which you'll, you'll know about, John. But um, yeah. we, we found a way of doing that and that gives by using the fence site that the navy have kindly let us have down at clarence field near the pier uh, and we've got a lovely program and the tickets are selling well and tonight's jazz concert sold out um uh, so you search for lockdown mastered and then you can see everything that's going on and it gives you the rundown doesn't it of, of how it's going to be and you've got people in their own little bubbles so still sticking with the covid guidelines around um you know people from your own family from within your own bubble but when you get there you've got your own circle which you can set up in and um have a picnic because you're not really doing food are you because of the covid um restrictions but you can bring That's your right. own food and stuff along to it so it sounds really exciting great that you're um you're sold out for tonight that's fantastic it's brilliant and obviously the, the, the really wonderful yeah. thing about it is that at the end we're going to have uh, pot of money that we'll be able to divide between the Royal Navy and Royal Marines charity uh, and uh, our beloved Rowan's Hospice who do so much mm. to help so many people at the worst moments in their lives. 
Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Nice so the jazz night. Um, it, that's tonight. Is it tonight, the Jazz Night, um, Steve? Yeah, that's well, the, the one that's sold out already. It, it is, and it's great news because there's a little backstory to this. We were mm. going to have Portsmouth's first jazz festival this summer. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, Portsmouth Jazz Festival. Yes, was I know about that. <laughs> yeah, and it was. Re- I was really looking forward to it. They were going to do it at the Cumberland House Museum on the lawn back there, so it would be nice and chilled out with people mm. being able to sit and relax. Yeah. But obviously then COVID happened and they couldn't yeah. do it. Um, but this is a way of some of those artists that were going to play it still being able to perform and and do this show tonight so it's fab so what's the schedule over the next um, couple of days then steve so we've got uh, that tonight and then uh, tomorrow night we have comedy uh local comedian james alderson's put a uh, line up together which is uh, sort of under wraps so it's yeah. you only find out who's performing when you turn up oh, nice. um, and uh, obviously that's something for the adults yeah. Um, and then there's children's shows during the daytimes, of course, from two till four with popular local children's entertainers. And then on Saturday night, we've got a uh, country Americana night. You'll probably both be aware of Roots at the Tower, run by the yep. Fab- yep. fabulous Ken Brown. He does a brilliant job bringing in some really top class yeah. international artists down there. Uh, and he's put the line up together in partnership yeah. with the Wedge of Dreams for Saturday. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward good. to Mr. Tall. That's my going to be my one to go along to, <laughs> I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me, t- me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and there are tickets available for all these, aren't they, now? Yeah. So it's just the one tonight that's sold out. Yeah, exactly. And and if people can't find Lockdown Masters, then head over to the Wedgwood Dream site because they're our partner on this and they're, they're, they're do, all, the, all the tickets are available through there. Uh, and reasonably priced, I think. Um, right. We yeah. wanted to make sure people turn up, yeah. so we didn't want to make it free. Um, but obviously the proceeds are going to those two great charities. That's brilliant, brilliant. Really good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah looking forward. So, to if it. people want to get tickets, can they go? Can they go physically to the Wedgwood no. rooms, or is it better just go online? Be- because of the the COVID regulations, we we've got to be very careful. So, the recommendation is that all ticket sales for events at the moment happen mm. online. So, people do need to go to the Wedgwood Room site and purchase there. And you can't turn up on the site, can you? On the oh. day, no, you, you can't. Ticket, can't no. no, you can't. No. So are there plenty of tickets left? Are the tickets available? Because it's this weekend and next weekend, isn't it? It is. It's this Thursday, Friday, Saturday and next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and there are tickets for all the other shows. It's only tonight that's currently sold out. But tickets are selling fast. So people, uh, if they're going to come down, please get your tickets. Yeah, that's brilliant. And most oh, important fantastic. to me, I found out you will have toilets available there as well, won't you? So people don't need <laughs> yeah. to worry about that. <laughs> no, there will be toilets on site and they'll be readily sanitised according to the COVID regulations to make people, people safe. Fantastic. Well, that's cool. Hmm. Um, I just wanted to talk to you, Steve, as well, that you've been involved in like other projects as well. So we had Kate on last week who was talking about the Select Dream exhibition and you had a big part of that as well, didn't you? Yeah, Kate Street yeah. had her on the podcast last week. Yeah, Kate's Kate's yeah. lovely, and she reached out to me because um, the the funding that she thought she was going to have, obviously, that became difficult due to uh, what happened with the lockdown yeah. period. Um, but we managed to um, tear up with uh, the local ward councillors who stepped in to support her, and it went through our crowdfunder scheme, um, and it's all in place. I think it looks fantastic. I it have does, to say, it does. I think it yeah. really looks great. Mm, no, I was very impressed because it, it, all it was were those dark windows, wasn't it, yeah. before and uh, yeah. And with the craft market coming into yeah. Debenhams in September, uh, oh. that's going to really uh, lift that area as well. That's fantastic. I didn't realise about the craft yeah. market. Oh, yes. Ah. So, um, I so approached exciting. the owners. It, mm. it is. Um, are you both aware of crafts at the Tower that normally happen yes. on a regular basis? Yes, I know about that. So, yeah. the yeah. brilliant Kelly Hickman. I've always supported them. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Kelly Hickman, who's run that for years, she contacted me and said, Steve, we can't do crafts at the tower because it, the building doesn't lend itself to social distancing. Mm. Can you help us find another indoor space? Yeah. So I contacted the guys that uh, now own the Debenham site and they're not starting the redevelopment until the new year. So I yeah. said, pretty please, could we have the ground floor of Debenhams for a few months? And they've said, yes, straight away. So That's national, great. regional, lovely Sean Adams, who is a local lad. Um, so he's mm. developably, he lives here and cares very much about the city. Um, and he said, no, absolutely, you can do that. So I paired them up with Portsmouth Creates and uh, we've got a craft market coming the second weekend of each month on Saturday and Sunday um, with uh, giving our local crafters and makers an opportunity to sell their wares, which obviously they've found That's difficult amazing. over the last few months. So, so is it a completely empty floor now then? Is everything gone yes. on that floor? So it's they're very just set strange. up on that. Yeah. I've, been, I've been in there and it is very strange walking. It's a vast space with nothing oh, in it. Imagine. But, yeah. but we're going to fill it with uh, local uh, creative people who make and, and sell their own products which is brilliant excellent, excellent. so what's the plans for debenhams really after good. that then yeah sorry sorry lou but what's the plan then steve for um for debenhams after that when is it a listed building or are they going to how they're going to do what they're going to develop there no it's not listed um it's um it, but it is a very you know useful building so yeah. the plans are to adapt it and the upper floors uh, will be uh, apartments Okay. Uh, but the ground floor will retain uh, a retail element and uh, another public use. So oh, it, will nice. feel, so mm. it will still be part of the, sh the shopping area. It yeah. won't disappear as retail completely. Oh, that's fantastic news. Fantastic news. Oh, that's good. Yeah, mm. what I was going to say, Steve, is that um, I think what's needed a little bit in Sassy, I don't know if the Knight and Lee building is going to fulfil that, but um, it's, it's like having a pop-up kind of space for creatives um, that tend to sort of, you know, test out the water, if you like, mm. in the little pop-up space before they then decide to then go on and get their own premises or things like that. And I think it would be great to have you know, a space like that in South Sea. Maybe the bottom floor of Debenhams might be something that's a put something like that, you know. Um yeah, we've had that well, from many of our podcast people, haven't we, that have suggested that is, is something that is lacking in in um in South Sea. So yeah. You put that on your to do list, Steve. Yeah. Well it's kind of what we hope the craft market will achieve because if yeah. people are there September, October, November, December and selling over uh, in the run up to Christmas, etc., mm. it'll give them a feel for how they would function in a yeah. retail market. And then if we can get people uh, get an empty unit and, and let it out on a sort of month by month basis so that people go to try out for a few weeks. Yeah. And I'm actually looking at doing something like that down in the uh, city centre in Cascades as well. Oh, okay. um, our, mu our museum team are looking oh, at doing brilliant. a museum project in one of the empty units. And we've mm. been working with the team at Hive Portsmouth, who've just been amazing over the last few months, as you probably know. Yeah. Um, and those guys are going to be doing a white goods store uh, where we can do uh, low-cost white goods for um, people who are, are struggling financially and also offer debt advice and those sort of things. And the Hive will be leading oh, on all of that. So we're looking for where we can get these empty units back mm. into a really worthwhile use. And obviously, with my background, if whatever yeah. I can do to support local creatives, that's what we want yeah. to happen. That's that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And another thing yeah, you were mentioning, Steve. Yeah, you were mentioning, Steve, was the um, uh, the landing craft coming soon. Tell us, tell us about that. Indeed. So uh, it's all down to weather permitting. Yes. <laughs> with these that's funny, isn't it? Because this is a boat we're talking about. <laughs> it is, well, it is. Yes, it's, it's a boat, but it's on another boat, and that's the problem. Ah, uh, so I got it's, you. It's on a, it's on a barge. Uh, it's got to bring yeah. it through. So. Um, 
the, the weather window um, that we've got is the next few days. Um, mm. and so, but obviously, um, we have a very unhelpful storm and some high yeah. winds hitting us. So um, th- there's no specific date and time, but it's we're hoping at mm. some point over the next few days uh, we will be able to uh, land her and then uh, put her in place on that under that fabulous new building that's out by the D-Day. It's an amazing building. That's been done so well and so tasteful. Because oh, I've seen some right. horrible buildings put up. It's so lovely to see something that's uh, sympathetic to its surroundings and, and really will hopefully um, uh, will accentuate what that is, you know, what the landing craft Ex- is all exactly. about. Mm. Exactly. And a quick plug there yeah. for Pritchard Architecture, because Giles Pritchard's a local architect and locally based business. Uh, he's got an offices in the historic dockyard, and it's good to see local talent delivering such an mm. iconic building for our seafront. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm. So, is there anything else that you've got planned coming up that's exciting for us uh, culturally, Steve? I mean, it sounds like a lot of things going yeah, on there. Yeah. Well, we've got the City Museum reopening this week um, oh, down in Museum Road. Um, the team have done a great oh, job in getting it ready and it's now reopened. Um, and so people can go and see Portsmouth Revisited 2. Uh, oh. Because we did an exhibition last year, Revisited yeah. One, yeah. which was looking at everything from up to the 90, end of the 19th century. Uh, mm. But this features art, artwork from local artists, uh, mainly, uh, that ha- about Portsmouth and how it looked in the 20th century. And there's some fantastic stuff oh. down there, um, including I saw... Yeah. Um, uh, a lovely uh, painting by Carl Rudziak, who's one of the artists based down at the Hotwall Studios, yeah. uh, who's got a paint, painting yeah. included. Um, and so it's well yeah. worth a visit. I was I got a couple of emails yesterday saying how fantastic people thought it was. Mm. So And it's free entry, of course. So something to oh, go and do yeah, and see and support our museum. Yeah, Pete Codlin, he's, I think he's involved in that. I shared something yesterday about it. So, oh, that's I really believe exciting. He is. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually seeing Pete this afternoon. Uh, I'm looking forward to catching up oh, with him. Oh, brilliant! Uh, and uh, yeah. are you aware of the uh, Luna Park Dinosaur Project? I've heard of it, but give us more detail, yeah. Pete. So yeah. people may Deep remember, time. ten years ago, uh, we had the giant dinosaur on the common, yeah. and it sadly burnt down due to an electrical fault. Yeah. Uh, so it's become something of the stuff of legend. The Aspects Gallery have launched a project at the moment uh, to do a legacy around it, where uh, they're fundraising so that we have a a, bron- a much smaller, uh, mm. but a bronze statue of the dinosaur as a permanent mark on uh, Southsea Common to remind people uh, of what happened ten years ago. And it's getting a really good response. Was that ten years ago now? It was 10 years ago. Oh. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> and also there are a lot, yeah. I mean, for people maybe not aware of places that are open that they can go and visit, give us a sort of a top list of places that are, um, that are available for people to go and um, spend their money and support, you know, local stuff that's going on. So we've got D-Day stories open. Yep. Um, and, uh, and getting a good, good number of visitors through. Uh, definitely worth popping in to see them. I would really urge people to shop local at the moment and support mm. your local independent stores. It's, those guys have had a tough time, and it's so important that we, uh, yeah. that we make sure that they, they get in the footfall right now. Yeah. Um, various things across the seafront are open. Yeah. It's Clarence Pier, the fun fair. Uh, they're all COVID safe down there. I went to visit the, uh, the arcades just before uh, they reopened, and they've got some really good... Did uh, you go on the pirate ride, though, Steve? I, I didn't. I'm not, you didn't. I'm not, I must admit, I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of fairground rides. Um, okay. But, I, but I, I've been down and, and then, you know, there's quite a lot of people turning up and, uh, and using those facilities, which is great because it's nice yeah. and local. 
Um, and the mini golfs are all open. The tennis oh, courts good. are all open. And, and yeah. people were very, very busy on the tennis side uh, because it was one of the first sports that people oh, were allowed to play. Um, and uh, I think yeah. Aspects Gallery's reopening very soon. Um, so, you know, that another free entry site to, to go and, uh, and yeah. uh, give support to. Uh, and just generally, you know, yeah. people are here. And they're not going away this time. I know you're leaving us to go to Dorset, John. Yes, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> you are, um, for those who don't know, jumping off the arch, please. Nice no, 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 no. I will, I will, I certainly will not be doing that. <laughs> no, good. I might attempt the pirate uh, ship, but I won't be jumping off the, the door. <laughs> indeed. But if you're staycationing and staying here in Portsmouth, do get out and support our lovely local businesses. Fantastic. Yeah. I heard that the uh, historic dockyard is opening again as well. Is that open yes, now, is. Steve? Yeah. Uh, oh, next good, week, yeah. I think. Um, and yeah, um, yeah uh, they've been doing all the preparations down there to be able to sort of take people in safely. Um, mm. So yeah, Victory, Mary Rose, Warrior, etc., will all be available mm. again from I think from the bank holiday weekend is when they open. And they've just put the new um, or finished yeah. putting the new struts in, haven't they? So you can actually see the bottom of the um, Victory now, or you or you will you, be able to. Can. I saw that announced. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You can actually walk down and walk under the under yep. the side of the ship, which is a really interesting view. Um, I did a, a tour around there with some visitors that we had to the city uh, mm. a little while back, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a very different perspective on victory, and well worth yep. worth taking the opportunity to go and do that visit. Oh, you've made me want to spend loads of money, Steve, this week, and I've got to go and get some tickets <laughs> to go down to. <laughs> and you've made me uh, feel guilty Speed, for going to Dorset. <laughs> Well, you should feel guilty, Dorset. <laughs> <laughs> Dorset's beautiful. I went to the Isle of Purbeck last year on holiday. It's it's gorgeous. Gorgeous it is there. gorgeous. Well, and we do also need to support, you know, other uh, our neighbourhood counties as well. To spread spread of the course. love, we say, spread the love. Absolutely, fantastic. Well, that's been yeah, brilliant, definitely. Steve. Lou, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Well done for um, lining Steve yeah, up so for this one. Yeah, so good to get you on, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Thanks, we'll Lou. get you back uh, when. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of happening back it'd be great to have you back on steve and uh, hopefully see you down there at Barnsfield. yeah excellent look forward to it yeah. cheers right well glad we got back. that in the end didn't we we did yeah. yeah cheers take care steve look after yourself bye Take care, you. bye, bye. bye. bye.